I've just spent the morning at a primary school in one of Darwin's northern suburbs, interviewing teachers in the Early Learning Centre. Walking into a primary school fills me with such excitement, all the kids' diversity, the colourful spaces, the movement, the talk. I must have visited this school about eight times now, since the middle of last year, and during that time we've designed and built an app. I'll be going to test that out in the Early Learning Centre in the coming months and trying to figure out what impact it has. And before measuring impact, you need a baseline. So today's interviews were designed to document the existing situation and ask questions like, could the teachers name the home languages of the kids in the class, or perhaps just refer to them as indigenous or African or Asian without any knowledge of more detail? Would you know if you were pronouncing a child's name incorrectly? Um, how does not knowing how to pronounce a kid's name affect how you interact with that kid? And what about with their parents? Do you do anything to connect with their parents? Um, especially since relationship with parents may be very helpful in supporting the um, connection between the parents and the school. And then questions like what's the significance of the fact that you've got all of these languages in the room are they just a obstacle or is there something more here? So on the topic of um, pronouncing kids' names correctly, that seems to be a common experience. One teacher said that if she can't pronounce it correctly, she goes to the parents and gets them to teach her how to say it. She writes it down phonetically and she puts that somewhere visible that will be a regular reminder of her to practice and also um, underneath the kid's name on the desk, which helps any relief teacher as well to know how to pronounce it. One other teacher said that sometimes the, the kids will let you know if you're not pronouncing it correctly. Um, but she said if you're having to think about it twice, then you're probably getting it wrong. And um, for some of these kids, unfortunately they naturally put a lot of stock in what a teacher says, so if the teacher isn't pronouncing the name correctly, the kid tends to, in some cases, just accept that as the authoritative pronunciation of their name. One child in particular at this school um, apparently has four different versions of the name that teachers use because nobody gets it right. One teacher observed that for newly arrived students in Australia who don't have much English at all, the way they might get another kid's attention in the preschool is to hit. And that might be what you would expect of a two-year-old, but this is a five-year-old, and she has to remind herself that this kid is not being naughty. It's just because of the lack of language they have to revert to a physical kind of communication. Another teacher commented on the diversity of the teachers and how some have got a lot of experience. If they've grown up here in Darwin, then they kind of understand the multicultural melting pot that we have here. But if they've come from a place like country Victoria, then, you know, they have a much simpler understanding. And she observed that it's not really possible to teach kids to be a global citizen unless that's not what you bring to it yourself as a teacher. There are some indigenous children in the school and uh, one teacher has been trying to connect with the mothers of those kids and she's found that those mothers are reluctant to uh, share much about 
their language or where they're from. And she's wondering if that's just because they're on Larrakia land rather than their own indigenous territory. And it's quite hard for her to um, process that or make much progress in learning. I think the, the last observation that I found most striking is the teacher's observation that it was her who has the deficit in this rich linguistic space. These kids are learning from each other. They're so aware of each other. They have an empathetic perspective, not a multicultural one. And she has this marvelous activity of, um, of a tree house where humans control what the animals what animals get to enter the space and the kids apparently accept the fact that different animals because they're different shape and the different noises that they make don't understand each other's language and so they have to intervene to resolve conflict and access to resources within this tree and this is a, a way to process linguistic differences indirectly It was quite an energizing and draining experience for me to be in a primary school and I'm kind of really excited and daunted and humbled to do this work thinking of how um, extraordinary these teachers were that I met this morning and what they are accomplishing in the lives of so many children. What a morning just feel um, replete with ideas as if I've had too much to eat.